Hello, everybody. Hi, guys. Happy December. Is this our first episode in December? Um, is it? I really don't Maybe know. Not. Well, because last time I don't we, know we either. All, no, the last time I recorded was before Thanksgiving. So this yes, is yes. Happy December. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Last month of the year, freaking nuts. You know what I was thinking, but that's one of the things that I love about our podcast. That although we are consistent, we also honor how we're feeling. Yeah. And we both said how last week was fucking Heavy. nuts for us. Heavy. And we're like, you know what? Let's just not now record this week. Let's just take a little time off. And I love that we give ourselves those boundaries and, and we honor yeah. how we're feeling, but we still show up. So mm-hmm. kudos, kudos to that. <sighs> so much has happened. <laughs> oh my gosh, so much. This past week has been nuts for me. Just like with so many different experiences and different things that came up. It's crazy. Thank God. Um, so first off, so like last week, um, it was just super heavy in general, like emotionally, and I just didn't feel myself and it was just it was awful. Uh and it's because I got triggered on Thanksgiving, which I don't think I want to be specific about it, um, but what about what happened? Um, but essentially, sensitive topic came up while on Thanksgiving, um, and I got triggered by it uh, because kind of butted heads with family. Um, and then I kind of let it go and brushed it off that weekend. Monday, I still felt pretty good. But then Tuesday... I just felt the weight on me like super heavy. And so, you know, I addressed it. I would do, I did breath work around it. I journaled like between uh, Tuesday to Thursday, I tried my best to address it and and work with it and release. And it was a lot of anger first and I would feel sadness and I'd let myself cry and all that. Yeah. By the time I got to Thursday, I was still feeling like a heaviness on me and it freaking sucked and I hated it. Um, But the cool thing that happened that day, um, was that morning, like, I just kind of like set the intention or I guess prayed, um, about, I prayed to like God and like also asked my angels just to help me like release this energy from myself. Um, because I, I was just done with it. Like, I just, I didn't know why I wasn't, hadn't been able to release it. And I, I was just done. So, um, then I had a pod call that same day, uh, later in the morning and I got paired with someone I hadn't been paired with before for a feeler, which uh, I don't think I've talked about that on here yet. Um, it's just, okay. It's something that we do within the breath work training course and um you what what happens is one person you have two people um one person holds space while the other person just kind of goes into their body and explains what is happening or like what they're feeling what's coming up you don't have to talk you can if you want to and if you want it to be completely silent you can also do that um but it's more so someone who holds space for you yeah, while someone holds space. So someone's just like on the other side of the screen, basically silently observing you as you are going through this process. And so for me that day, normally I'm I'm pretty silent when I do them. And I only like 
talk about what I might be feeling in my body, like if I feel any tension and that sort of thing. And, you know, that's all it's ever really been for me in the past. But then on Thursday, for whatever reason, I felt like I just wanted to like talk it out, like what I was really feeling Mm -hmm, deep down. And I started crying. And what was really like nagging at me, what was really like, I guess, triggered, like came out as I was talking, which I didn't even know that's what it was. Um, And so I was like sobbing and within this feeler. And then once we got to the end, the woman I was doing it with asked if I wanted an offer. And it was just basically kind of like advice um, based off of what I was like experiencing and what I had told her. And like, I felt like it was exactly what I needed to hear because it helped me see just like what I was feeling and the whole situation in, in a very different perspective. And it comforted me. And so, I mean, as she was even telling me, I started crying more. Like I I told, I was telling Natalie, Natalie about it before we even started recording, recording. And I was like, yeah, I was literally like ugly crying. Like, because it was just something that had just hit me so deeply. Um, So, yeah. And so then right after that, like, I was able to just finally feel like that weight had been completely lifted off of me. And like, I felt so much better, like literally right after it was insane, like right after I got off the call and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. And like, I felt like myself again and I was like happy and I was like, what the fuck? This is so crazy. <laughs> um, but it was, it was like really cool. And I, I realized that that morning I had made that intention or, or prayer and I was like, wow, like, you know, you know, they really are listening. Like God, the universe, your guides, your angels, whatever you want to call them. Um, Have your back. Yeah. And so I thought it was really cool because it's the first time, like, I know, um, like, people encourage you to, like, reach out to them more and just, like, talk to them and that sort of thing because they are there, even though you're, you can't really see them or really know it. So it was the first time I'd really just, like, done that. Um, and so, yeah, I thought it was super cool. Um, so that was eventful. And then I also was aware mm-hmm. that we were having an eclipse that Friday. So I felt like that was part of the reason why most likely I also had felt just so heavy the whole week. Um, And I mean, Natalie, you said you felt that too. So, I mean, that's also why we didn't record because we were just not in the, it was was not it. It was not it. We were not in the emotional or mental space to do that. Um, So yeah, it was, it was a really interesting week for sure. Yeah, I could definitely relate last week. Um, it was very like emotional and also very, in a way, eye-opening to me. I realized about myself that I tend to seek for external opinions mm. or external validation just to validate, just so, how do I put this? Just so I don't take responsibility for the decision that I've made. Just so that I can say, I'm just going to be very specific. Um, if I'm reading, if I get like a tarot read it, reading or I get some sort of reading or some sort of like information, I would take that to the heart instead of taking it with like a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. And I would carry that with me and make decisions based on what someone else that doesn't know me told me about my soul, my quote unquote future. Damn, yeah. And it was, and I did um, something very similar at the beginning of the week last week. And I noticed how 
even my my train of thought how it was changing because of what this person stranger told me about what they saw in like my future or like my present whatever and I remember calling a friend and telling her about it and she was the one that told me she was like you're even asking me for like my advice on something instead of looking inwards and I noticed that you tend to do that a lot when something like deep or something emotional and I'm like wow that is very true I tend to like ask my friends like so what do you think about this or like me just hear me out hoping that they would tell me like their opinion or I would ask certain questions just so I can guide myself more instead of like asking my angels or asking myself like where is this coming from so anything but to look inward and life was I don't know if it was the eclipse or everything else but life kind of like forced me to and it also it always brings me back to being present Mm-hmm. and the ability that that the ability to know that we are constantly creating our future and our present and that even though something might be written on the stars or someone else can see something in you or someone older can see something else or give you advice at the end of the day the answer is always in mm-hmm. and even if you don't have the answer you don't need to have it right away because eventually life would figure itself out. But I've noticed about myself that I'm constantly overthinking like my next moves. And that's that's all part of me wanting to have control. Yeah. And when I look really deep in, I'm like, hmm, that's also part of like me not truly believing that is the universe is doing its thing, not having faith. Because if I constantly want to have control of the situation, that means that I don't fully trust right. my, myself or my, my decision-making. And that was like a huge aha moment that had me kind of like low the entire week. And I also was finding out new things about like my dad's side of the family, which I've never met because they all passed away before I died. And just seeing how patterns are repeated in your family and from people that you've never even met and you will never know but things are very similar kind of like fucks with me and makes me think about like am I supposed to like fix what other family members did am I supposed to act differently and it all becomes like this spiral in my mind whether I should leave leave my life according to how I want or see the patterns in my family and kind of like do better you know and it all goes back to the whole are we supposed to be healing 24 7 are we supposed to always look at the past or look at the future to be able to like mend what we what we've done run fix the generational trauma mm-hmm. and, da, da, da. and I've always found myself in constant cycle of oh my god this is wrong this is ego let me try to fix this let me try to heal this and it's exhausting Mm-hmm. so I was like you know what um I just need to be more present as hard as that is and as simple as that is I just have to be with the uncomfortable and, and just be able to take in information without really absorbing it yeah or or, or let it like dicta- dictate my life or my mood and everything mm-hmm. ah, so much learning I also took a break from social media 
Ooh, I decided I love to that. take a break. I feel like I have noticed that you haven't been on there really. Yeah, so I definitely decided to take a break because of how I was feeling too. I noticed that I give myself pressure to be there. And I noticed that if I'm not using it, if I'm not posting it and adding to it, it's consuming me. And I noticed that it's so easy for me if I'm not doing anything or even if I have to do something to automatically want to go in and aimlessly just seeing what's up. And I, I, I was observing myself. I was like being like the little witness from outside. Mm-hmm. And I was seeing myself literally being on the app without doing anything and wanting to see, oh, let me just check on this person or whatever yeah. for no reason. Yeah. I don't have to keep up with anybody, but it's just so such a habit. And I was like, I just need to take a little break from this. And it's been so good. It's been so good not to like have to. It's so you notice so much when you're not in it mm-hmm. because it's so easy to want to snap a picture to show it or to share in your stories or, you know, to talk to the people that you kind of like talk to all the time and like see memes or funny things or like I will go on Instagram just to see food. And um having a detox from that I'm also practicing um fasting mm. for my mind more than anything just so I can have like a little detox and be priving my body from like the simple pleasures mm-hmm. such as food um social media and those little things that I'm constantly reaching for when I don't want to go in yeah Oh. because I noticed we well now we don't want to talk in general I, I noticed that I do that mm-hmm. instead of like saying let me take this five minutes to meditate it's, it's easier for me to go on Instagram and spend 20 minutes to an hour just scrolling yeah and even when you're eating like it's always easy to be on your Instagram and it's, you're constantly there it doesn't just exist as part of our lives we have made it our lives yeah that's true. and you can only notice that when you're not in it that's crazy so I'm like I feel so much better this week so much lighter I bet that's good and, and just seeing the world for like or trying to see the world for what it is and what it's becoming and trying to stay focused on me and what it is that I'm feeling without seeing what other people are doing or going through mm-hmm that's good. So, yeah yeah I did something similar like I feel like I I had noticed I was getting back into that kind of loop too again where I'm just like constantly scrolling taking in all this stuff and like obviously it's going to like it's gonna I mean that takes energy just in general um and I think like I was it got brought up because I think it was not this week but last week's module or call um Sam mentioned like she was like, people are going to come to you for your energy. And she's like, before anything else. And so she was like, so your life force, your energy, you have to protect that more than anything. She's like, you have to treat yourself like you're an Olympic athlete. She's like, because this work that you're going to be doing is going to take so much more out of you than you've ever like done before. And so like, she was like, really like, basically like putting like I guess like helping me see that I need to be more intentional with my energy mm-hmm. like how I spend it and that sort of thing and so and she was and she did bring up social media she was like think about like she was like how do you even feel when you're on social media 
check on yourself. I'm telling you, like, I'm she's like, do you even you like Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, she's right. And I was also just feeling like overwhelmed. I don't know if it was like, I don't, I don't remember when I started feeling it, but I mean, because I started this year too, I started following two different accounts that are like, I guess, political. Like they share a lot of like different news stuff, always call out when the media is like lying about stuff and stuff, and stuff like that. Um, and I remember I had to, I, I wanted to listen to a podcast episode by Sahara, Sahara Rose. And, and it was about like overwhelm just during this time. And she was like saying like, she was like, she was like, what, like, be like, notice like what's like, I guess, like pulling you in different ways because I would notice I get triggered by those posts anytime I saw them and I'd get really angry and I'd be like oh my gosh I remember you telling me yeah and so three months ago yeah and so she was like she was like think about like she's like are you watching the news all the time she's like like what are you doing that's like pulling you out of like I guess like the present or like you know just like causing the overwhelm and she was like and just stop she stopped doing it she was like the news that you need to know will make its way to you like one way or another but you and you don't have to be sucked in all the time and I was like oh my gosh she was like she's so right and so I finally like unfollowed those accounts because they were just like constantly pulling like that and I was like I just can't do this to myself anymore like why am I doing this like I was like I've never been this like into politics in my entire life and like I guess sure like last year this year was it for you this year and last year were fucking special that woke me up to it made me feel like I needed to be aware but at the same time it's just like I, there's nothing I can really do. Like it's outside of myself, you know, it's like, all it's doing is bringing me down. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I like, mean, but in a way, I like, just I, like a little revelation what? with what happened with the Thanksgiving dinner. One thing wouldn't have happened without the other. Mm. So yeah. I feel like certain triggers happen for you to really, really be able to <laughs> dig in. And you wouldn't have done it without the other thing. Probably. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, I finally, I did it this week. I followed them. Like, even just a few days ago, because I was still like kind of resistant to it. So, Because I guess like part of me was like, oh, but I need to know. I need to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like this kind of thing. And I felt that in a way, like now that I'm doing like so much shadow work, I noticed that social media drains me. I'm constantly drained because shadow work, if you're listening, if you're doing it, and oh you know, because it's exhausting. It's yes. exhausting. It takes so much energy, and that's why people always recommend drinking a lot of water because your cells are literally changing. <laughs> you're you know, regenerating cells, and you're you change them the inside. Like your DNA is, you know, you yeah. And then we did so last week we went over the science of breath work, and it was like in depth. Like it was a neuroscientist that was explaining, and she was saying how breath work is like. You're doing, you're changing yourself on a cellular level. And she was yeah. like, that's why this work is so powerful. And it I was like, exhausting. holy shit, that's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, it, it is exhausting. Oh my gosh. So imagine, so imagine if social media, it's like a nature, like an energy, like drainage. And we're doing this work that we're plugged into something just for no reason. We're just plugged in. Mm-hmm. And it's, we don't think it's, take, it's taking energy out of us, but if you haven't worked out or if you haven't done the things that you want to do and you notice if you pay attention at least one to one of your days or you can even go to your phone and see your how much time you have you spend on your phone and it tells you specifically in what you spend that much time on 
and you see that you have like five hours on social media yeah that is a problem it is that is a big problem and it's not judging anything or anybody it's just to have that awareness that we're plugged in and even though we think oh i'm just killing time yeah that, that time is killing you holy shit or the time is preventing you it's true the time yeah. you're killing is killing you I love um, that. and you're that time you could be using it for something else even i swear to god even if it's a nap sometimes that's even more powerful than than scrolling for like 30 minutes on social media for no reason or tiktok or whatever it is that you use and they're fun i'm not saying they're not and the human side of us loves it because it's a great distraction who doesn't like that but it's so it's this is a social it's social media social it's a social experiment Mm -hmm. to see what how we react to it and we're like little hamsters after it instagram is literally part of our lives exactly and again, I'm not saying it's good or bad because everything, we don't have to label everything. But if you're someone who finds yourself drained all the time, then really look at how much time you're spending on social media and where you're putting that energy. Because it's insane how much lighter you feel when you're not using it. And actually, it's actually really sad because I realized that at least with a lot of my friends, we communicate through social media. Mm. And I don't like that now that I have that awareness too. And just because we send each other like little things doesn't mean that we're having a conversation. Yeah. So it's it's a lot. And I kind of wanted you to, because I remember you mentioned this to me after we had the last podcast and I was talking about the whole Sidler thing reminded me of this. Um, and we briefly spoke about the hologram. Mm-hmm. And however we show up or whatever we think it's how everything and everyone shows up in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I remember you telling me about like your dad. Yeah. And how the whole the whole thing. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess before like uh, so I can explain the hologram a little bit. Um, I learned this concept when I was taking the embodied woman course that you're in now, Natalie, with Stevie. And um, she basically explained how everything in our world is anything like in our personal and physical world is like a hologram. And it's just um, based off of our own internal beliefs. And so we can have a deep rooted belief um, that I guess we can't, we sometimes we don't even realize is there, but it's, it's what's showing up in our external world because it's, it's what we believe. And so we're only going to see what, the only things we're going to see in our external world is going to be based off of what's going on inside and what you believe inside yourself. So, um, I have, I mean, ever since April, like I've done so much internal work and like she has said, like when you shift your internal world, your, your internal self, the X, ex- that's when the external world can then change and like reflect without you having to do anything with to anybody. Right. Like so you don't have, so it's like, pretty much you're changing. You don't have to change somebody else or the situation. Mm-hmm. You can change yourself first. Yes. And then they will respond to the shift in your energy. 
Um, and so she, the example she gave was like with her romantic partner. And she said that in the past, you know, she wanted someone who felt, who would make her feel safe, who was the alpha male, like it was able to do everything by himself and that sort of thing. And she was saying, so like before, like anytime, like something happened that he didn't like, like he would bitch about it and like complain and all the stuff. And she was like, so he would go out of that energy. You know, he wouldn't be the alpha male at that point. She's like, and I didn't like that. She's like, but, um, the more I did this work and I realized that it was more so about how I showed up and how I changed. She was like, um, I realized I didn't, he didn't have to change for me. Like I didn't have to make him change. She was like, once I changed myself, he changed because he basically responded to my change. And so she was like, but with the way she did it, she was like, I didn't like specifically like write his name and say that, you know, his name does this and that and that. She was like, I envisioned my, ideal romantic partner and I didn't attach a name or anything she's like and I fully knew that it might not have been him she's like as much as I loved him I knew that if he wasn't the right person for me he wasn't the right person for me for the intention I was setting and who I wanted and so she like did that and she said she just embodied that energy of being the woman who had this sort type of partner and she said literally within a few months he started changing and shifting because I shifted myself um and I was like I was like wow that's so like cool so like I've done a lot of like internal shifts myself like I'm a completely different person um and I I know I've done some like shifting around my beliefs about my parents and um I remember one day like I guess last month I was in the kitchen and I was just like, my dad just brought up like something and we were just talking. Um, and he was saying like, he literally like just told me like, you know, like I believe in you. And like, I know you can do this. Like you're so powerful. And that that's language he's never used before. And like I, whenever I was in it, like talking to him, I didn't notice. And then until after, like, I think after he left, I was just like continuing with what I was doing. And then I stopped and I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, he literally just told me I'm powerful. What the fuck? Like, he's never said that before. Like my dad has always been like, you know, supportive of me and all that stuff. But those were words he had never used before. So I was like, what? And that's when I like, was like, holy fuck my like, my hologram is changing because I have been changing myself so much. And I guess like I am now outwardly presenting that kind of energy where I guess I am more in my power and I, I, I feel much more like centered and sure of myself. And I, I guess he, he felt that he sees that and now he's shifted because I've shifted. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, it was crazy. It was nuts. It was super cool. (laughs) So, yeah, I love that. And that always reminds me of, um, I think it was Mahatma Gandhi that said, um, if you want to change the world, start with yourself, yep. change your own world first. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. And I think that my ego, for example, whenever I'm going through something and I can only realize that when I'm going through something, I like to look for outside, like external faults. And it's so easy to blame the person like, my dad doesn't understand me or my dad is so passionate or my partner this or whatever, instead of saying, how am I, how am I creating this in my head? Like it's, it's so hard. And even talking about this, like, you know, it's hard to have that awareness 
especially in the moment to be like is it how I perceive the situation like no one really sits there and it's like hmm let me change my hologram in this moment like it takes six fucking work it takes takes a lot of awareness and it's so hard because sometimes you feel like you're like out of that and something happens to show you that you still have work to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's it's insane this human experience that's basically what sam has explained like is the reason that triggers exist she's like it's not about being in it and like allowing it to take you over and all that stuff she's like it's about like being aware of it and being like oh being curious about it like oh why did this Mm -hmm. where is this coming from and like and and then like processing it I guess um but yeah it was it was so cool I just it was crazy um and then I also wanted to talk about um like this week like wasn't last no last Thursday was not Thanksgiving it was a week before that okay so just yeah, like it's been two weeks. Okay. So then I guess the past two weeks have been like crazy for me. Um, but more so this. I just have a deja vu. You just got deja vu? I think you did the same thing last year. What? I swear to God, I just had deja vu. I don't know. But we took a two week period after Thanksgiving. What the fuck? And I just, I remember, I just, I just feel like we've been in this moment before. It's so oh, weird. That's creepy. <laughs> Those are like so like interesting like those moments, um, but anyways, I what was I saying? Oh yeah, so this week was like super interesting for me. Um, so first of all, like for the first time on Monday during the lab call, um, Sam had like basically like led us through some sort of like meditation where she helped us connect with our central channel. So she called it, and she was explaining how there's three points of connection that we all have. Um, and that's your intellectual mind, your intuition, and I believe your emotional your body emotions. is the third one, but I can't remember like hundred percent right now, which makes me mad. But anyways, um, so we did that and like, she had us like visualize ourselves. Like it was like a visual, like a white light coming through and like lighting you up kind of in a way and connecting with each part of that, of yourself. And then also um, being able to separate, like knowing where you end and someone else begins, like knowing, like basically separating yourself from someone else, knowing, like being so in tune with your own energy, that you know where you are, like that that's your space, that's your body. Like she had us do, say the mantra. Your own energy. Yeah, no, she, the mantra is, this is my body. This is my space. What I say goes. What's mine is mine and what's yours is yours. And so we would just, I would just repeat that um, as I was like doing this. And I was able to like feel literally like a barrier between myself and like the people on the other side of the screen. And it was just like super cool. It was interesting. Um, And during that too, like she had us like, she like led us through each point, I guess, of connection and each like outside layer. And I was able to basically kind of like, realize that I'm just the awareness that I'm just like the witness and like I'm not like this body or my emotions my intuition like you know like she helped us like see that and feel that and I it was like so cool I was like what the fuck this is insane um like just being that like conscious and feeling Mm -hmm. your separateness oh my gosh it was insane um so that was super cool and then 
yesterday I had my first like out of body experience during a breathwork session. And I didn't even realize that's what was happening when I was feeling it, I guess, or going through it. Um, and so it was like a 40 to 50 minute breathwork session. And like, um, Sam has told us that breathwork can like be like essentially a psychedelic, um, as well. And you can have like those kind of trips essentially. Um, and so, um, as I was going through it, like it was super interesting, um, because like the whole experience was something different than I'd ever experienced doing breath work in the past. And like the first thing I noticed that was different was uh, my body was twitching, like my hands would twitch like involuntarily out of nowhere. Um, and then my legs, I know they twitched like once. I only noticed it once. My hands, though, they did it each like a few times. And I was like, that's weird. Um, and then I started. Um, it was as if I was dreaming and I started like seeing like visions, I guess. And. I just thought I was drifting in and out of sleep because I was physically tired that morning. And like before even starting the breathwork session, I felt tired. So I thought I was just drifting in and out of sleep because I'd also like catch myself. Like I was aware of the fact that I was having these visions. So I was like, so that was just like crazy at the same time. Just the fact that I had the awareness. And again, it's like that separateness that you, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. It, it was just weird. And then, so then I had like different ones and the main one I remember like vividly is I was like walking up something with someone. It was like a hill, I guess it was a hill, most likely not a mountain. Cause it was like grassy. And then we saw the sunset and I was like, Oh my gosh, like the sunset. And like, I still remember the sunset. It was really pretty. And I was like, and then like when, but once we're looking at it for a little bit, that's when I I was aware. I was like, oh, what's this? I was like, what's happening? Like, I noticed that I was having that like vision. And then I go back to like the breath work, being conscious of the breath work. Um, and then I'd go into another one. And like, I had multiple ones. I just don't remember all of them. And then I, uh, once I was done, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I, to me, I was just like, oh, I guess I was just like going in and out of sleep. And then I had a call with my partner from the group like an hour after. And I told her about it. She was like, she's like, you know, I don't think you were just drifting in and out of sleep. She was like, because remember how they've told us that once you do the breath work or this, these certain breath patterns for like past eight minutes, once you go past that threshold, you can reach different levels of consciousness within yourself. And so she was like, She's like, I think she was like, you were having like more of an out of body experience than just drifting in and out of sleep. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah. And then as she was like talking, I kind of thought back to it. And I was like, you know what? I was like, now that you mentioned it, she's like, I feel, I feel like I don't remember like feeling my body when I was doing, going through that. Like when I was having these visions, like I didn't, I guess. But I you were conscious of being there. Yeah, I was conscious of the visions I was having, but when I was aware of it, I I don't think I remember feeling my body. Like it was it, it, maybe you were not you, because I've heard that your your soul. I don't know how true this is, but I kind of believe it. Your soul, your spirit, can be more than one place at different times if you're able to like you know master it. And even a friend once told me she was like, "What if?" what we think of reality 
it's just us dreaming like we're in a constant state of dreaming mm-hmm. um and our souls or our spirits can do other things in other dimensions so you know that it could happen yeah that's what I thought of too I was like what if I was like visiting other parts of myself or just going into no, but but we're dimension. constantly doing it but you were just aware of it mm, I see what you're saying yeah um, you know what I mean that makes sense yeah because and that's what she said too she was like you're probably just going through different dimensions and I was like oh my gosh that's fucking nuts so yeah I thought that was mm-hmm. super cool and then but like now that you mentioned that um it reminds me of the book I've been reading um about the new earth and they've it's it's talked about that in the book um how well first of all it has I don't know if this is from this book or if I learned this from that one guy on TikTok who has read all of these books about souls and like he's the reason why I started reading this one but he has said that um inside of our human body we there's only like a piece of our soul like our entire soul is not inside of our body because it wouldn't be able to hold it. Like it would basically make the human body explode because it's, it's so much energy, I guess. Um, so it's only a piece of our soul. So that's why he said like, you know, there's different parts of our souls that are living in different lives. And that's why like the concept of the twin flame can be possible because it's just another piece of your soul that could possibly be living at the same time you are now. But I guess that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh it it was funny so um I talked about it I think I talked about this the last time we recorded how like I've had I've gotten really close to these two family friends that just happened Mm -hmm. to move to Texas this year from California we were talking about like the concept of soulmates and I I swear they're freaking soulmates um for us but so the so the the dude the young kid that he's he's 15 um he's really interested in like philosophical stuff and like um one time I <laughs> I'm about to expose myself um I went out with his sister his sister's 19 and then my sister we went to this uh, restaurant that turns into a nightclub um at 11 so we went to eat dinner there and we stayed and like we like you know dance and stuff so I mean I was a little tipsy I wasn't driving so you know I was responsible um but I guess I had had more than I thought and I was I was pretty tipsy and I have a group chat with him his sister my me and my sister and my little sister and I had I was like I'm gonna FaceTime right now this was on the ride home and I FaceTime nobody answers and then I sent them an audio message which I don't even remember sending this audio message until the next day I saw I had notifications like oh um your sister and like the other girl saved an audio message from you and I was like when did I send an audio message? Um, But anyways, I had sent them an audio message and I was like, I was like, y'all are already sleeping. Like, what the heck? Like, and it was like one something on Saturday. I was like, it's a Saturday. Like, what the heck? And so I guess like right after I sent it, um, the boy called me right back and that's why I forgot. And so my little sister didn't answer. I guess she was asleep. And so I was just on the phone with him and I, I ended up being on the phone with him for like an hour like because we were in the car he was we were on the phone with him the entire time of the car ride I get home and I remember like I was in my room and like 
we just started talking about a bunch of different stuff and he like he was asking me some nutty questions and I was like bro I'm like halfway tipsy right now you're asking me these super deep questions and one of them I remember was um he was like okay he's like so so do you believe he was like um he's like okay so he said, you know how when you make a decision, you know, you're, you usually have two different options and you're trying to decide between two. He was like, so he's like, do you believe like, so you make one, right? And like, that's what you're living right now. He's like, but do you believe like a part of yourself branches off in a different dimension and it's living the life that you would have lived if you made the other decision? I, and I was like, I was like, what? And like, I hadn't like thought of that yet myself. Like I, I understand, I literally, the first thing I thought of, I was like, to myself, I didn't tell him, but I was like, like, okay, the, this is like the, the multiverse in, in Marvel, huh? Is this part of a naughty question? This is part of one of his crazy questions. Oh, like, I'm saying crazy. like, it was they were, naughty. And I was like, no, I said nutty. Here for like, no, oh. I said nutty, like as in crazy. And so I was like, he asked me like three of these different questions that were like super deep. And I was like, bro, it's like 3 a.m. It's like, and you're asking me this question. Um, but like, um, so then he asked me that and I was like, at the time I hadn't really thought, of, and literally the first thing I thought of was Marvel and the multiverse and Marvel and how like they show that like, there's different dimensions and all the same heroes, they're just different lives. And I was like, what? And I was like, honestly, I was like, I don't know at this point. I was like, I mean, but I wouldn't be, you know, opposed to that, not like being a reality. And so a few days later, I skipped to like the end of the new earth book. And um, just like out of curiosity, I'm still going to listen to the entire thing, but I just like started listening to the end of it. And it was talking about like, so she was like at a seminar and she was explaining the concept of the new earth and like the old earth and how like basically the new earth is going to like separate from the old earth. And like some people are, that are ready are going to ascend and the other people who are not ready and still stuck in their cycles of karma are going to stay behind on the old earth and still be sucked in that like just loop of negativity. Um, and so she said, she was explaining that. And so someone asked the question at the seminar and was like, well, how are we going to know? Like once it's happened. And she said, in this moment, she said, I had like a flash of intuition or like just this thought like came to me and she was like she's like i know these are like really special moments because it only happens sometimes and um so she said so this is what i told her and she said um it's this theory and that i guess has been like spoken of before which that's what the that's what the, the guy told me when we were talking about it he was like oh no this was later when i told him about what I read in the book and he said or so she said um she's like it's like the concept of there being different dimensions so multiple dimensions and how like when you make a decision um you know you you're the one that you're living out a certain like one certain side of that decision in your present life and what you can you know see and know um as your life right now she's like but there's another piece of you living out the other decision and a different dimension in space you're just not aware of it because it'd be too much for us to conceptualize that and be conscious of it I guess um but she said so just like that concept she's like that's what it would be like with the new earth and the old earth like you won't even realize it's happened and it's the old like they were essentially going to be on different in different dimensions and so we're really not going to be like consciously aware of it essentially mm. um but yeah so like she like 
talked about that. And literally when I was listening to it, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, because literally a few days before I was asked this question and I was like, um, I'm, I'm not sure. And now here's the freaking book, like talking about the same concept. <laughs> So I remember I flipped out and I like texted him that and all caps. And I was like, bro, I'm freaking out right now. Like I like this is what the book just said. And he was like, he's so funny. Like he was like, he just at first he just responded like, LOL. And I was like, wow, okay, that's all I'm going to get. And then he sent it like a little like explanation. And he was like, he's like, yeah, it's uh, it's called the theory of something. Um, I think I can read it. I have it on here. Um and it was just so funny because like he's a funny kid like just some of the comments he makes sometimes and I'm just like okay so he said he said it's called quantum immortality and no one knows if it exists um it's just a theory so it's a possibility but no one knows for sure because you would have to die to find out and no one has come back to life to tell us or maybe they went to a parallel world like the world may never know and I was like okay (laughs) but I want watch a few episodes of this show on Netflix. I think it was on Netflix. I don't even remember the name of the show, but it was just a show from Spain. And it was a guy that passed away and he got the opportunity to go back to the past because he wanted to come back to fix something. And every time he tried to come back, it was different situations. And they were explaining that based on the decision that you make, an alternative, there's always an alternate reality for the decision that you don't take. So he would go back to the past or to whatever moment he chose, but it would still not be the way that he wanted to be because even based on whatever he changed in the moment from the past would literally open a different path. So no matter even if you try to like fix something, things are what they are and you deal with in this dimension with the decision that you made, but another part of you goes the the other decision no yeah and many others blows my mind like when he was asking me he he also like brought in like energy he's like because like you know the energy that you use to make the decision like the energy that you were using to think about the other one he's like that can't just like got not go anywhere so it goes to the other energy doesn't get destroyed exactly it's not created Mm -hmm. nor destroyed it's just what is it it's just transferred is it transferred So, like, that's that also explains the concept of reincarnation because our souls are energy, and so, like, our souls don't want to just disappear, yeah. So, the body does, yeah, not that it doesn't really, not what's giving it life, essentially. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so you do die, but just literally the only identity that you have now, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you just don't come back to the same body the same person mm-hmm. but yeah and this journal is probably like what the fuck these witches huh? are crazy what <laughs> this journal is probably like these witches are crazy <laughs> yeah i just find this stuff so interesting um and like i told him like a bunch of my different beliefs at the time because like the reason we met is because i, I think i told you like um their dad is a missionary and within the catholic Mm -hmm. church so like his their parents are super religious like my parents and so i hadn't really told them much about it other than the fact that i don't believe in religion but i hadn't really gone like into like everything because i know it's just like yeah you just sometimes you're just like i just i know i can't really tell these people but him just like with the comments he had made and that sort of thing um 
I was like, I feel like, you know, I can tell him and he's not going to like, he's, it's not going to phase him. So I told him like a bunch of shit that night. And he was like, and so like when I was texting him the late, like later about the book stuff, he was like, yeah, he's like, there's also a lot of different theories just from the, like your beliefs. And I was like, oh, like what I told you the other night. And he said, yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, well, I guess you'll have to tell me sometime. Cause I was also like, how the fuck do you even know this shit? Like, where do you get it from? He and probably, I, he yeah. probably was born knowing. Maybe that okay. too. But he also said like, he likes to research it. He's like, I just like, I'm just really, I just like knowing. I think he said, I like science and just like knowing about like life and our world in general. And I was like, oh, cool. So, <laughs> yeah. And you are going to keep attracting more people that know just because you already have opened that portal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. I love it. I do too. I just love that for me at least, knowing all this stuff makes our time on earth less complex in a way or like less intense Mm -hmm. knowing that there's so much more and sometimes we take we tend to take this very like hard yeah um that reminds me i saw this video on tiktok i think it was yesterday it was someone reading a little passage from this book um I took a picture of the book because I want to get the book, but I'm going to tell you like what it said. It was really nice. Um, The book is called Let Your Spirit Guides Speak. So, And it says it's a simple guide for a life of purpose, abundance, and joy. So she read like a page from it and it was saying how like, it was like saying like one morning I woke up and I just had this thought come to me and it was like, um, it was basically describing like our lives as from as a form of vacation and it was saying like how how would you live if you how do you live when you're on vacation and you know (laughs) yeah you just chill you you don't take life too seriously you're like going with the flow having fun and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing and it basically explained how like this this life now is it's what it's like that it's like a vacation because where our souls have incarnated into our bodies for a, a, a period of time like this yeah you know and so like it was really I really liked it I'll I'll have to say in the video and I would I'll read it next time because it's like I have to go to the video and I have to play it and like all that but I can maybe I'll write it down for next time that way I can just read it and I'll have to worry about getting it from the video um but yeah it was like a really nice and like comforting I guess way to view life it's just like seeing it from a way different perspective and seeing it more as though as like it's a vacation and you take things less seriously and like just life becomes lighter when you're able to see it from mm-hmm. that and you realize we're too in our heads we're too mental once we come here we get too mental yeah and we depend too much on the outside the external things that we have created as human beings everything materialistic that we have created for ourselves we have this um false illusion this false security thing that we have yeah and it's it's just nothing is real i have to constantly it's all remind myself of that no and then nothing also i reread so I told Natalie about this. Um, I reread the first chapter of the four agreements the other day because I remember the first time I tried reading it 
it was when I was like very close minded, hadn't gone through an awakening. I was this was like four years ago and I was like super religious and all that stuff. And it was talking about like the the concept of like humanity basically being in a dream and all this stuff. And I was like I was reading it and I was like, this stuff is so weird. I was like, I don't get this. And I just skipped to the second chapter, which is where it started with the four agreements. And so I had had it in the back of my mind. I was like, I want to go back and reread that chapter because I was I was too afraid, I guess, to read it. And I wasn't ready to read it back then. You were not ready. Mm-hmm. I was not ready. And so I went back and I read it. And literally as I was reading it, I was literally like being like, oh my gosh, yes, yes. Like I was shaking my head and I was like, what the fuck? And like, because it was like- You, you sent me a, a message freaking out. An audio message, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was freaking out because I was like, holy shit, like this is everything I've learned literally within the past year and know to be true. This book is in this first chapter is explaining all of it. And I was like, this is fucking insane. Yeah, I loved it. There's so many like books that so many people and so many things that they're going to start coming in for us because again, we're, we're open to it. And they're going to have the same things that we have we're used to listening they're going to have another meaning they're going to have another tone to it mm-hmm. it's going to have like it's going to have like an aha moment and feeling to it mm-hmm. which is it's going to keep happening yeah oh. we're, we're literally going through it i love it <laughs> <laughs> me too me too and it gives me hopes for the new world and for the world Yeah, that's why I try not to get too sucked into everything right now because I'm like, you know what? I know like what's happening on a bigger scale and that at least provides me some comfort. Like I don't have to get too sucked in to the narrative. Mm -hmm. Just know that it's all going to be okay. And like it's all Mm -hmm. happening as it should, even though we don't always agree with it or we think, you know, it's wrong. And we chose the year that we we chose everything. (sighs) We chose to be here at this time. So. Mm It is a horror. Have about to keep bright, riding, riding the wave, <laughs> riding the wave. Mm-hmm. What are we leaving our our listeners with this week? <clears throat> mm, the thing that's coming to me right now is to just be curious and to be mm-hmm. open to new perspectives, and to try not to take everything so seriously, and to remind yourself that. Just because you've believed something, let's say all your life or for a certain period of time, doesn't mean you have to hold on to that belief or that it has to be your truth for the rest of your life. You you can change your mind. You can be curious. You can be open. Like Don't be afraid to look into new things or new concepts just because you think it might be quote unquote wrong or doesn't align with your current beliefs. Like Be curious because that's how I feel like you learn more about yourself and you know more. Like, I feel like I've grown so much this past year just because I chose to be open and to be curious. And I've literally gone through so many like ego deaths and I, I've just, there's just nowhere to explain it. Like if you go back, I guess, to the first episode we ever recorded, like Natalie and I both are like such different people. Different people. So it's just like, Don't be afraid to know yourself deeper or to challenge yourself with new concepts or beliefs because, I mean, you never know. It could 
it could light something up with inside of you. You didn't even know it was there. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's my message. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I guess my message for this week, for this episode, is acknowledge or have the awareness that we are forever changing every single day, every single moment. And that is okay. And that you don't have to be the same person that you were even five minutes ago. And you're meant to be forever evolving. And even if you don't understand something at a specific time or something that you're going through, know that you chose this or this is happening for your evolution. And it's not a coincidence. And if it's something that gets you really sad or depressed or emotional or angry, there's like an underlying thing that you have to like learn or let go or embrace or whatever it is, only you know, and going to externally fix it or heal it, it's not really going to make it go away. It's just going to be a band-aid. So um, be okay with the changes. Be okay with whatever cycle you are with, like you are on right now, because it's, it's, it's what you've chosen for your own growth. And at the end of it, it's just going to be amazing. And, and you'll notice that it happened exactly the way that it had to happen. And then this is not the end. We tend to um, want to know what the future holds and always understand the past so we can understand the present or being the present instead of just being. Instead of just being here and knowing that this is literally all we have. True. Literally, because you don't know about the next five minutes of your life. Mm, very true. Damn. The power of now. <laughs> the power of now, literally. And like always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for holding space, for being there, for bringing your energy. Mm -hmm. Because although we're not listening to you, uh, we read you sometimes, but although we can't see you or, or listen to you, we feel the energy. And you're listening to this because you're so needed to hear it. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Yep. Thank you for your support. Thank you, right. guys. <laughs> see you next week. We'll see y'all later. Bye.